What's up, everybody? Keith Mitchell here, still at PAX East 2020. I'm still inside the Indie Mega Booth. And like I said before, this is one of my favorite places to be inside of PAX because he runs all sorts of different kinds of games, games you've never seen before. And I encountered a game which is called Until You Fall, which reminds me of a game I played back in the day with One Must Fall was a robot game. Have you played that, Dave? Yes, actually. Yeah, is, is, is that a sort of a play on that? So, not originally. <laughs> Until You Fall was a name we arrived at pretty late, actually. Uh... Once we knew that the game was a roguelite and we wanted to make you feel powerful even across multiple attempts, we kind of realized, okay, so this is a game about learn dying and learning from your mistakes. And so death is an inevitability, so, you know, this is a game where you fight until you fall. So let me back up a little bit real yeah. quick. So we jumped the gun a little bit, so that's how we do it here. Dave, go ahead and tell people who you are. Well, I'm Dave Bennett. Uh, I'm a senior game designer at Shell Games, and I'm the project director of Until You Fall. And uh, I've been working there for about seven years now. And, uh, Until You Fall, as we've already kind of alluded to, is our uh, sword-fighting VR roguelite. And uh, we've been working on this game for about two years now, and uh, we launched it into early access in August of 2019. Okay, 2019. So it's on Steam right now, early yes. access? Yes, Steam and the Oculus Store. Okay, cool. Um, so i got to say, first and foremost, VR has been one of my... I don't want to say passing interest. It's something I've fallen in love with. I play with the PlayStation VR, then the Rift, then the Rift S, which I've had on the shelf for months until I finally took it down. I've, I've fallen in love with VR, and I'm glad to see that there are more games like this coming to the VR space. What made you guys develop a VR sword fighting game in the first place? Well, our previous title, I Expect You to Die, I don't know if you've heard of that one. I have not. Uh, so that's a, a kind of escape-the-room spy puzzler thriller kind of game. Okay. Uh, and that was kind of our first, like, you know, most well-known title. Uh, but, uh, but even before that, we've worked on a bunch of different, weirder VR experiments. Uh, and, but with the, ad, with the release of I Expect You to Die, we kind of wanted to push VR further and see if we could take uh, a high-intensity action game and make it you know, awesome in VR, but still keep it accessible and without giving you mo motion sickness. Okay. I will, I will say you did a good job, because this one did not give me motion sickness. There is a game I won't mention, which is a very popular AAA game that came out not too long ago, yep. and I can only play the game in 20 minutes seconds because it gets me turned all around, and I just lose. I cannot play it. It's a great game, though. Oh, yeah, no. As someone that suffers dreadfully from motion sickness in VR, it was super important for me personally, but also just as a studio, we really care about accessibility and trying to ensure that anyone that plays this game can feel awesome. So let's talk about this game. So as I played it, I went against different hordes of enemies that were trying to take my head off with swords. Yep. What can we expect with the full game release? So with full game release, uh, we're kind of at the point now where most of the content that we want to have in the game is in the game. We have our first dungeon. It's called the Shattered Woods. And it's about 21 rooms long. It's a uh, randomly generated each attempt. There are three boss fights that are kind of fixed, but each time you defeat the bosses, those will stop respawning until you uh, defeat the dungeon for the first time. Uh, but with that, there are three tiers of difficulty, there are four actual difficulty modes, and over a dozen weapons that you can unlock permanently and upgrade. Okay, cool. So I was going to ask you that, so we can yeah. get different weapons other than the sword that we had. Yep. Like, what, are they all sword-based, or are they like daggers and Yeah, no, like we that? have daggers, we got a mace, we have uh, punching daggers, the guitars. Okay. Uh, we also have a big honk and axe, which is awesome. Um, and then we also just have some weirder stuff, kind of like offhand items that aren't really weapons, but they're kind of more like ornamental. They boost your stats, but you can't block with them. Okay. Blocking. Do, are, can we, are we going to see a shield, perhaps? A sword and shield? We really want to. Right now, for 1.0, we're not really planning on it, but uh, it's definitely something we're looking into. We tried to get around that with um, our super system. So, you didn't see it in the tutorial, but each weapon also has a magical ability called a super that... Uh, just, just an awesome thing that kind of breaks the game. 
So one of those things is Bulwark, which gives you a force field. Okay. One of the things I did like about the game is, as it eased me in, I was only fighting one-on-one, right? But then later on, I'm fighting people, and it's multiple people at once. And now you have to use your strategy and the controls to go forward, back up, look around, see who's around you, block certain directions, attack in other direction. Yep. It was actually like you're actually playing or actually sword fighting. It was really fun. I enjoyed that aspect. Yeah. Now, I'm watching the gentleman right here play. Like he's at a harder level. Yes. Where, what's he doing right now? So right now, he is still in the first tier of the dungeon. Okay. So he's gotten through the tutorial, and now he is fighting a knight, which is one of the first tier of enemies that you encounter after the tutorial. Okay. Uh, and the knight kind of teaches you a series of combo attacks. So kind of like how the boss at the end of the tutorial just like flurries of attacks. This is the guy that kind of starts teaching you that concept of like, all right, one, two, three, one, two combos. And you just start learning the patterns of how to block those attacks. When he's mentioning that, they got they put in the final boss in the game. And I got to the final boss and the guy just shredded me doing multi-slash attacks. And I was like, ah, I, what am I doing now? He, he totally kicked my ass. So <laughs> that was interesting. What are you guys going for for until you fall? What do you what do you want the VR space to? If there's one thing to take away, what do you want to contribute to the VR space with this game? I mean, really, we just want as many people to try it as possible for one, but also to really show people that this isn't a fad, this isn't a gimmick. We we can make full fledged experiences that are worth your time and money uh, to be played in VR. And so, again, with the roguelite structure, we really wanted to make something that has legs and can be replayable, rather than kind of a one-and-done, kind of uh, fun demo experience. How long can we expect this game to be, and what kind of molds are you looking at throwing in here? So, with the 1.0, we're probably looking at about, main path we've seen about 5 to 10 hours. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the upper bound comes from the replayability of the different difficulty modes, the different weapons you can unlock, people that want to max out all of the weapons and then go for the achievements that we're going to be adding in 1.0, that kind of thing. But, you know, lower bound, five hours. All right. So your booth has been busy ever since the first day of PAX. Oh, for sure. How's the reception been about so far about this game? Oh, they love it. Uh, the, I think the best part is that we have been so many people's first VR title. It's awesome to see them be like, okay, I don't know what to do. Is This, this looks a little too hardcore for me. Am I... Can I play this? And then, of course, they get in there, and then they become awesome. And you just see them flourish. Yeah, I'm just watching the light up. So let's talk about the VR space in general. What do you what do you like about the VR space so far, as far as the growth, as far as coming from a couple years ago, where people did think it was just a fad, but we've got Oculus now, we've got the PlayStation VR, we've got HTC, Valve. Yep. Release their index, yep. which nobody can get because it's either it's so, so expensive and or so money. Yeah, yeah, people want it. So what do you think about the VR space now? I mean, it's at a weird point. Uh, I think we're, I think uh, the CEO of the company, uh, Jesse Shell, actually said that, that this seems like a make or break year for VR, uh, especially with the release of the Quest and the kind of very positive reaction to the Quest. Oh my God, the Quest is just, it's doing, you know, I was one of the guys that picked, it was like, all right, I'm going to pick up the Rift S for the Quest. Yeah. And everybody's like, get the Rift S because the Rift S is going to have a, it's going to have a premium experience. It's going to have better graphics as your PC. And then they had their, uh, the quest link, yeah. And then that came out, and I'm like, wait. And then they stopped talking about the Rift S. I'm like, come on, don't don't do that. Yeah, no, I mean, the, so it, the future of VR definitely seems to be in the standalone headsets. And so it's the kind of thing where as the price continues come, coming down and the uh, the ask on uh, the consumer is a lot less, you know, you don't need a computer and the headset to yeah. play the games. Uh, it'll be a lot more easy for players to actually just get in on it and try it 
And I think that's where we're going to see you hopefully this year, especially with uh, assuming they can continue making more quests and meet demand. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. There's kind of a little problem right now. But even without that situation, the quest sells. I mean, every time they come on stock, they're gone. Oh, for sure. They're instantly gone. Now I'm like, maybe I should buy a quest. And don't get me wrong, I love the premium experience. You're never going to get that on the quest. But the ease of jumping into a game exactly. anywhere in your house, go outside, it's it's an amazing idea. No, I, lo- I personally love the Rift S, but yeah, I mean, the quest feels like the natural evolution of everything. So, this is where I have the developers, the people who are pitching the game to their backseats and the Indie Mega Wolves. If you had one thing to say about your game to get somebody to, pay, to play your game, your, your ultimate pitch, sure. what would it be? All right, let's think. No pressure. Yeah, no, 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 no pressure. <laughs> Not on the spot at all. Uh, well, if you like roguelites, if you like the idea of being a badass sword god... Who doesn't? Yeah, of course. And if you like neon hellscapes, as well as an uh, awesome synthwave soundtrack, I think this is the game for you. The art direct is also pretty good, by the way. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, we really... It was, funny enough, it was the decision of a synthwave soundtrack that really pushed us in the more neon direction. We were originally going to go for a more straightforward fantasy style, but then once we decided on the synthwave, it was like, okay, let's try to marry these two together a little bit more so everything's kind of this weird neon sci-fi meets fantasy blend. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I keep looking at it. Even this, even this last stream looks very well done. It looks amazing. And now I'm just, I want to play again, but I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. I'm going to rest, obviously, because yeah. Max is kicking my butt. Yep. And I'm going to pre-order, I'm going to pick this up on early access on Steam and play the hell out of it. Yep. This and of course, uh, we have a Discord that's very active, so if you are interested to give us feedback. What is that Discord? Uh, that is discord.gg slash until you fall. You heard that, folks. Go ahead and check that out. This is a phenomenal game. I'm enjoying it. I'm watching people play, and they're having a lot of fun. This line is around the corner. It was earlier. It still is. And people, look at them. They're captivated. They're enjoying themselves. Like, I can't say anything else. This game is amazing. Amazing game. Amazing Thanks so much. Good job, guys. Hey, thanks. All right, once again, everybody, it's Keith here at the Outer Haven at PAX East 2020. I'm probably going to get snagged again by somebody in the Indie Mega Loop, but you know what? I love it. We'll talk to you guys later. Take care.